It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show off and running right at 4 o'clock. Let's get going. And uh, very excited about today's program. Got a lot of things lined up for you. In fact, um, at 420, uh, we're going to talk some Texas Tech, University of Texas. We've got a tech insider who's ready to go on that front. Tech has kind of an interesting situation at quarterback. We'll talk about uh, Joy McGuire, former Baylor uh, assistant coach, now the head coach, and University of Texas is going into Lubbock for perhaps the last time in a long time. Tech, for whatever reason, has been really trying to keep this thing going, even with Texas leaving the conference. I don't know exactly why, other than it's a guaranteed sellout going to be crazy in Lubbock, and the Tech people have always enjoyed playing the Longhorns, used to love playing the Aggies, but but this Chris Beard thing has kind of taken things to a different level, and right now I would say the, um, I don't know if it's the animosity is the word, the the rivalry, I mean, it, it, it is kind of funny, Aaron, that as they're getting ready to leave the conference, the Tech Texas thing has entered a different stratosphere. Like it's, you know, Texas likes to kind of think, well, we got OU, obviously A and M over the years, but everybody else thinks we're a rival. We don't really think of them as rivals. But the Tech thing has gotten really interesting, and so this is a hot ticket. A couple of great rivalry games this weekend with uh, the uh, SMU and TCU playing in Dallas, and then uh, this one out there in Lubbock, should be a great atmosphere. And the Red Raiders, uh, they're trying to get some things straight at quarterback because while I like the young guy, uh, Aaron and Donovan Smith, I think that sounds right, Donovan Smith, has. Uh, I think he's a heady guy. I think he gets after it. But they do have, um, you know, I think they're kind of keeping the quarterback competition ongoing. And so they've got that uh, quarterback, Shuck, Tyler Shuck, and uh, he is uh, he could be on his way back, so we'll see what the Red Raiders want to do at quarterback. Meanwhile, the Longhorns are all over the map at quarterback. Quinn Ewers, it's uh, uh, reported that he will make the, uh, and I think uh, actually Sark said that, he'll make the trip and he will dress for the game. We don't know if he'll be ready to play or not. He's got that clavicle injury. Hudson Card was able to get them through against UTSA. And then they have one other guy. They have like a third-string quarterback that'll that'll be uh, – I, I think he'll probably be more like the backup on Saturday. I'd be very surprised if Quinn Ewers was ready to go for this game. Aaron uh, Sexton, always good to have him up and at him, ready to roll today. Uh, Aaron, this is, uh, is going to be – a fun weekend of games, especially with Baylor going to Iowa State. That's a good one. But this Tech-Texas relationship, do you sense that the the basketball animosity toward Chris Beard has in some ways flowed over to the football and that this football game maybe holds a little more weight than, than Tech-Texas games of the past? Absolutely. It's always been a huge rivalry, especially on the Texas Tech side, but 
I think you're exactly right with Chris Beard leaving and going to Texas with uh, this, you know, everything that happened last year at the games and before the games. It's just, I'm really looking forward to that game and also the Iron Skillet game that you mentioned between (laughs) TCU and SMU. Those should be two really, really outstanding games this weekend. I liked yesterday, Aaron, our uh, our guest, um, who basically said that he played against SMU four times when he was at TCU in the 80s, from like 80 to 84, and that never even remembered hearing anything about the Iron Skillet. <laughs> so during the during the you know the height of Pony Express, when SMU was at its greatest moments, nothing was even said about it. And uh, and and I, I found that interesting. And then he pointed to kind of like a late '90s, the Iron Skillet reappearing, and now it's kind of a it's become a thing. Like I, I Aaron, I don't think it's just even SMU TCU people. I think you know, like on uh, game day when they weigh in on this one, they'll um, they'll discuss it. Aaron, another thing that I, I do find it funny that we all like to tell college game day where it should be. And the fact that Kansas is undefeated and Duke is undefeated, they really think that college game day should be in Lawrence. Well, college game day can go wherever it wants. I mean, I think it's going to Tennessee. I think is hosting Florida. Tennessee's gotten off to a pretty good start. Uh, and first of all, what do you think? Who's ESPN in alliance with? the SEC. So let's not be shocked that they're not going to go to Lawrence, Kansas for Kansas football. I'm sorry. I mean, I love the story. I think Leipold's doing some neat things. But Aaron, where were they last week? They went to a kind of a off-the-beaten-path place. They went to see to Boone, North Carolina. I mean, people never, people, we love to tell everybody how to do their jobs. And so, you know, now we're mad at College game day for going to Knoxville, Tennessee. Aaron, Knoxville, Tennessee is not a – it has not been great football in recent years, but last time I checked, it's a pretty great atmosphere for football. Does that that ring true with you? Absolutely. They have been there to support that program, even though, as you said, they have not been very good for a while. All right. And as the the day unfolds, uh, we're going to have more on this – on this story, too, with Jerry Jones speaking today. And Aaron did a great job of turning this around. I I was out and about uh, preparing for things, and Jerry spoke this afternoon. And, you know, he was asked about different things and asked about the quarterback situation. And Jerry Jones said some things that will surprise you. Again, I think this is Jerry being the conductor or the showman that he is uh, I don't put I, I I don't know how much stock to put in this because it it really almost seems kind of nonsensical but this involves Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott and in some scenario that Jerry is uh, is sort of daydreaming about Aaron let's hear from Jerry and then we'll react to it a little bit so you'd want that You'd want that controversy? Of course I would. Okay. Of course that means we'd won. If he comes in here and played as well as Prescott played, Rush played that well over these next games ahead, I'd walk New York to get there. 
Do you, do you think he can do that? Uh, well, I don't know that, but uh, uh, I, I would. Uh, you can't find on record where I said I thought Dak Prescott could do it when he had the when he stepped in and had the chance to do that. But he did. okay, and okay, there's there's more to it. Where I, I mean, I'm just uh, I'm just amazed that that Jerry is now saying, yeah, he wants. Uh, and and I was reading the quotes, in fact, and Jerry goes on to say that he, he, he absolutely. Okay, yeah, let's, let's, uh, Aaron, you have that ready? I do. Yeah, I just okay, found good. it, actually. Okay, yeah, let's hear, let's hear this other uh, part where, uh, where Jerry goes on and expounds uh, even a little more. Well, of course, we want uh, uh, Dak. Uh, uh, to be here next week, that's the that's the thing you do. Uh, but uh, Dak and I want Rush to lead a team to a victory here and get another win and get another win, and that's the only way to look at it. Looking back when Dak was playing instead of Tony, it was game by game. It wasn't the long look we had after two months to look back. It was actually play by play, almost series by series. So, so do I think that it's possible for Rush to come in here and play at a level to win games the way Prescott did uh, when he took over for Romo? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I certainly think that's possible. But is it possible that Cooper could play well enough that when Dak's ready to go, Dak won't go because Cooper's played so well? Well, it was impossible ostensibly that Rush could, I mean, that uh, Prescott could play that well and keep uh, Romo out of the championship game. All right. Um, it's fascinating stuff. And, and Jerry basically says this afternoon that, you know, wouldn't it be neat if, you know, much like what Prescott did and he played so well that, Romo couldn't get his job back. Now, Romo was much more veteran at that point and was 35, 36 years old. You know, Dak is, I believe, 28 or 29 years old. So he's significantly, uh, he's also even better paid than Tony was at $40 million a year. There's no way in the world. But this is, this is who Jerry is. And he cannot help himself making... Uh, comments like this that hey why don't we let's let's look forward to a time when uh when maybe we just have this incredible run here and 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 Dak couldn't get his job back and Cooper Cooper Rush is not capable of running off like five straight wins now could they win Monday night yeah could they win the next week they could they could does that mean Dak shouldn't get his job back only time, the only really fair comparison here, because this is not a fair comparison, the Romo thing, is when Troy Aikman was ready to come back, and years ago, I believe it was Steve Berline, had had a really good run, and they elected to continue going with Berline in the playoffs. And, and boy, Troy was extremely upset. That was about circa 91, maybe 1991 when that happened. And, whoa, that was a big deal. That's honestly a better comparison, but there's no way in the world 
Cooper Rush is going to play well enough to keep Dak off the field. But, boy, that's exactly what Jerry was trying to say today. More on this to come. We're going to talk. You Red Raiders gather around. We've got a Texas Tech insider ready to join us next. It's the Big 12 Conference opener for Coach Dave Aranda and the defending Big 12 champion Bears this Saturday in Ames as Baylor takes on Iowa State. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Bears, Cyclones. This Saturday from Jack Trice Stadium in Ames. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco. Because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Save big this month on a new 2022 Dodge Charger GT and get $500 bonus cash with 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, first responders get an extra $500 off your purchase. Stop by today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Houston Astros sweep the Rays and start a series with Baltimore tonight, 6.05 first pitch. Rangers beat the Angels 7-2 and have an afternoon game with the Angels today. You can hear that game on 101.3 FM. College football tonight from the Big 12. West Virginia is at Virginia Tech, 6.30 kickoff. Coastal Carolina at Georgia Southern, 6.30 kick. And Chattanooga at Illinois with a 7 o'clock kickoff. Thursday night football on Prime tonight has the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, 7.15 kickoff. High school football on our airwaves tonight, University Trojans at the Colleen Chaparral Bobcats, 6.30 pregame and a 7 o'clock kickoff on 104.9 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and. Uh, Glad to be joined right now, and I was just looking at his uh, timeline. Chris Level, uh, Texas Tech insider, does all the radio, basketball, football. And, uh, Chris, one thing I love about this uh, Texas-Texas Tech rivalry, and it's kind of sad that it's coming to a close. I mean, this thing was getting ramped up even more, and it, it almost feels like the Chris Beard uh, all of that stuff has now kind of leaked into football. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of bittersweet, isn't it? That it, that it almost like the height of the uh, rivalry. We got to all say goodbye to each other. Yeah, Matt. It's it, it's sad for fans. I mean, we had the bedlam, you know, hubbub earlier this week with everybody kind of, you know, talking about that. And and this this deal, this may in fact be the last time Texas plays. In Lubbock uh, for a long time. I'm not real sure what the future is, it, you know, looks like there. But uh, yeah, the fans are it's sold out. The fans are ready, and of course, Chris Beer's name got mentioned. Now. There's no doubt. Yeah, this is going to be interesting um, to see all how this unfolds. I I, I love the uh, uh, seeing at the airport today, and you were tweeting about this, uh, Chris. That was a uh, that was a scary, scary injury. And boy, you've been on the sidelines for years doing uh, Texas Tech radio. Walk us through what that was like. Uh, uh, that's pretty neat today because the uh, uh, Bryce Ramirez for Tech had the awful uh, injury, uh, leg injury. In fact, they wouldn't even show it on TV. 
and he has now arrived back in Lubbock, and Joey was there to greet him. Walk us through kind of like what you were able to kind of see in the moment, or, or maybe hopefully you didn't see it maybe, and, and then where we are now in that process. Yeah, you know, it, it got really quiet really quick. And it, it happened, fortunately, it happened uh, on the other sideline, you know, so it was away from his teammates and away from people like me and everything like that. But it got really quiet. And it, it's just, he's a, without being corny here, he's a really sweet kid. I mean, he's a, this is a former walk on that had earned a scholarship. That was his first career start last week. And he was playing really good football. And um, it, it just that's the that's the bad part of sports, man, when something like that crazy happens I and mean, they play a violent game and, you know, you got bodies crashing into each other. And it just uh, it was just bad luck. I mean, it just but it's awful. Um, but I, I think that you learn a lot about people in those instances. And I think, you know, J- Joey rallied his guys and. You know, and you know, and I think Dave Dorn deserves some credit too. Dave Dorn went to go the NC State head coach went to go see him in the hospital a uh, day or two afterwards because Bryce had to he had to stay there and and he had multiple surgeries uh, there at Wake Forest uh, there in North Carolina and and uh, obviously as you mentioned just returned home today and obviously I'm, I'm hosting Coach McGuire's radio show tonight and that'll be one of the first things we talk about. It's just hard to see a, a kid like that go down and pretty pretty severe injury because when it first happened, I, I think they were worried more about, you know, other things than just uh, a hurt leg. I mean, it was pretty, pretty gruesome. Um, and so, you know, it just, it just, that, that kind of thing, it's just hard to see, but uh, I think he's going to be okay. And he, he's got a smile on his face. It, it seems like, but he's got a long road back. All right, Chris, walk me through so far what you've seen from the Red Raiders, like once you, Joey is such a great salesman and people love him and all of that, but you got to get on the field and start and start seeing how it all plays out. What has struck you the most? And I'm not even saying it has to be that different from what was going on before, but just in the sense of how this team is playing. I mean, one of the things I was, I, I love how they kept fighting, honestly, when everything was going against them at NC State. In fact, when it was like 28-7, I turned it over to something else and, and got interested in something else. And then I, I noticed, well, they keep kind of fighting and trying to hang in there. What uh, what has kind of jumped out at you just in the, 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 the very short term of the Joey McGuire era here? Yeah, you know, I, I think they've they've clearly bought into what he's he's selling and and playing together, playing hard, and and all those things because they really, you know, you could make the argument they had no business beating Houston the week before either. They were dead to rights in overtime, down, you know, fourth and twenty uh, in overtime uh, with the ball, and and they convert that, and then they end up winning it, and you know, were able to overcome three second half interceptions by Donovan Smith. And, and, yeah, I've seen many tech football games over the years. And, you know, last week uh, in Raleigh, it just wasn't it wasn't going well. And yet you're holding them to field goal attempts early on. And it was it was 20 to nothing, I think. And you think, OK, you know, it, which easily could have been 40 to nothing. But you just kept scratching and clawing. And I think it says a lot about kind of, you know, the, the these kids just playing hard for each other and. Uh, they can't keep turning the ball over or it, it doesn't matter how hard you play. It's not going to go well. But I think that they're lucky to be one and one in a two game stretch when they've turned the ball over seven times in those two games. And so you're, you're lucky to survive that, but that's really a credit, I think to, to Joey and his coaching staff and, and just kind of, and, and, and maybe some better defense uh, overall, but yeah, obviously they've got to clean up the turnovers. It doesn't matter how hard you, you play or 
how much you talk about cleaning up the turnovers. You got to go play clean football. Okay, and so walk us through that leads to the quarterback discussion. Joey sort of said, "Hey, this thing's open uh, when everybody's healthy as, as much. You know, this thing's going to be open." Obviously, there's a lot of things to like about Donovan, the kind of competitor he is. He he did make some extremely poor decisions that put them in a tough spot on the road. Um, and so I think, you know, Tech fans are probably really up and down with him right now. Where is uh, Shuck in in his return? And, and, and where do you think the, the confidence is with Joey in, in this quarterback situation? Kind of where do you – where do you think all that's leading? Yeah, you know, man, I, I think it's easy to see why Tyler had won the job, okay? And I think people kind of, you know, man, they, um, maybe Donovan deserved this starting nod. And there was you know, a lot of talk about Baron Morton around here and how good of a spring he had. But Tyler was clearly the, the number one. Everybody knew it. And I think he kind of showed that only for about a quarter before he went down and got hurt in the, in the season opener. And Donovan's just young. I mean, he's, he's been he's third year in college, but you know the first year he was here, he he had his arm in a sling. He was hurt, so it was a redshirt year. Now he's got a handful of starts uh, under his belt, but you know he just I think at times he looks really good, and you like the athleticism, you like his ability to to run, and got a pretty good arm, and and that's not a problem. But yeah, I, I think he has a harder time reading defenses or with the management of a game or decision making and. It looks like to to many of us around here, he just kind of the game hasn't slowed down a little bit. It's 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 like he's just almost kind of going through his progressions more than once and won't get rid of the ball. And and I think if he were to make a couple of early mistakes in this game versus Texas, I think that you know you'll see Baron Morton. But Joey's talked about you know Baron's going to get a lot of reps this week, and uh, I, I think Baron is is a guy that he's kind of a gunslinger. He's going to play really fast and he's going to let it fly and he's going to get rid of the ball quick. But with that may come trouble as well. You know, you're just not real sure, but they, they will definitely consider putting Baron Morton in there if, if, if the turnovers keep happening. You just, you just can't keep doing that. And I, surprisingly, kind of like Texas got pretty good news, it seems like on Quinn Ewers, I mean, Tyler Shuck is not – he's going to be out for another, you know, two to four weeks, but it's not a season-ending deal uh, or anything like that. So we'll see kind of what that looks like. But he could be back, you know, sooner than later. Chris Level uh, joining us, Texas Tech Insider on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now, when you get ready and start looking at this uh, at this Texas team, where do you feel like Tech matches up the the best against Texas? I mean, obviously they did great against the run, other than that one long run that Bama had. They they seem to pressure the quarterback. We don't know what they're what they are at quarterback. Uh, right now, exactly. I mean, Hudson Card was still a little hampered in that last game. Um, do you kind of view this as a fairly even matchup, especially in a hostile environment there in Lubbock? How do you how do you kind of have the have this thing uh, squared up as we get closer to game time? Yeah, I mean, they'll definitely be throwing tortillas, and 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 the crowd is going <laughs> to need to do their part. <laughs> They're going to need to do their part. You know, for whatever reason, it, it, it's you know before A and M left the league. You know, Tech just had their number. You know, they 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 beat mm-hmm. them a whole bunch uh, before that series ended, and 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 this has kind of been opposite. Texas is just like the one team that Tech can't consistently. I mean, I, I say that, but Cliff Kingsbury figured out a way to win twice. He couldn't get a hard time winning other games consistently, but he won twice in Austin. And Matt Wells had Texas dead to rights two years ago here. 
And then that thing at the very, I think the last three minutes of the game, you know, there was just a, a bad kickoff and then a bad onside kick. And then here we go. And then in overtime, Texas wins again. But um, I, I will say, I think, you know, Texas maybe has the best offensive skill of anybody in the league with B. John Robinson, Xavier Worthy, and, and, and that whole Whittington and uh, all, that whole crew at, at running back and, and receiver. And, and to this point, Tech's strength has been defense. Now, having said that, the last four games that these two teams have played against each other, Texas has averaged, I think, 55 points a game. So, obviously, if I, if I tell you right now that, that Texas is going to score 55 points on Saturday, it's not going to go well for, for Texas Tech. But I'm, uh, the, where the game, to me, may be won or lost for the Red Raiders is how you, know, how you can run the ball, what your offense looks like, can you play clean football against that Texas defense. This is Texas's first road game of the season. So, and I think Tech learned a lot about itself last week with signals and just handling a, a tough environment there in Raleigh. And you wonder if Texas will have to go through some of those things uh, as well with their first time to leave Austin so far this season. So, uh, but I, I do worry about Tech's offensive line. That's kind of was the concern coming into the year. They do get a, a, a starter back this week in Weston Wright, which will help them. But they've got to figure out a way to run the ball and, you know, all, all those boring things that we all talk about and just play clean football. But, um, it's strength on strength on the other side when I think uh, Texas's offense is out there in Tech's defense, at least what I've seen so far this season. But I, like I said, historically, it, ha- it hadn't gone well for the Red Raiders against these guys. Well, I think this would be huge for Joey and the credibility of what he's doing. And I watched him celebrate after Baylor beat Texas when he was still an assistant at Baylor. And I'm telling you, that was like one of the most emotional <laughs> They were going crazy uh, after that win. It just meant a lot, even though UT, you know, didn't end up being that great last year. It just meant a lot to Joey and some of those coaches. And I think there's something about being a former head high school football coach about beating the the state's flagship university or whatever. There is something a little different, no matter if they're up or down. And, of course, they're riding in there. Uh, have you ever seen a hotter team that actually has a loss? You know, it's funny. It's almost like <laughs> that Bama thing. You know, was not a was not a loss. It was uh, uh, it was uh, some kind of yeah. It was a huge moral victory. I am interested. I mean, you know, all the Vegas stuff always grabs my attention. But a seven point Longhorns road favorite that. Chris, that get that grabs my attention, and I don't know how much you look at all that the 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 betting. I'm sure you take a a peek at it from time to time, but I uh, I I I would be, and of course these guys uh, they're usually pretty much on the money, but I would have a hard time not leaning the Red Raiders way to cover. I don't think I'd pick them outright to win, but uh, but to cover, but it, you know, but and again, people are figuring out Joey. Even the betters, right? They're, they're, he doesn't have a body of work really yet to even know how to bet the Red Raiders. Uh, I just have a, I have a hard time seeing them, you know, like tech, Texas running away with the game against them, especially being somewhat compromised at the quarterback position. And I kind of think, as I handicap this for you, I kind of think Donovan can function uh, a little better in this atmosphere, you know, home people behind him, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, I'm a fan of his. I, I really am. Even though, again, like you said, you can't really get away. Like when when Joey says that take three thing, he doesn't mean on offense, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you, well, so 
so many of these games in the league are going to be one possession or, or, or close games. And, and that really, and that's what he's tried to, to preach and teach and all that. That's enough to turn it one way or the other. And we, we know all the percentages on if you win the turnover battle or if you, you know, he, he, he's recited these till he's blue in the face about, you know, if, if we, turn it over this many times, the percentages are in the nineties or how many times we're going to lose. And, you know, if you, if you win the turnover battle, you know, you, you, you win the game in, you know, in the 80 or 90% of the right. I mean, all, all these different things, but it's just, uh, I, I, I will say, I think, you know, on that pick six, you know, that, that Donovan threw, he, that's a situation where Zach Kitley strongly believes he learned under Cliff Kingsbury and he wants to give his quarterbacks, plenty of opportunities to kind of check into plays in and out of stuff and doesn't want to handcuff them. But I think if you watch the replay, Donovan checks into that pass. And for the life of me, don't know what he was thinking or doing. Now, if he throws that pass uh, over the top, I think his receiver walks into the end zone. It's a touchdown, but instead he threw it underneath and some miscommunication there. So you wonder if, if they'll adjust there, but it's just those kinds of things seemingly happen on the road, and and you can't you can't make that mistake. And that was enough to really turn that game because you're in scoring position for either a field goal or to convert the fourth down, and, and maybe go in to score a touchdown. And instead, NC State walks into the end zone with a with a touchdown of their own, and that that really kind of ended it uh, for you for realistically anyway. But yeah, you can't can't do that against Texas. But yeah, if, if he'll just if he'll just manage the game, and I hate to say that. Because uh, I like kids being able to cut it loose and just play, but if he'll manage the game a bit better, the Red Raiders should be fine. They just can't, again, just can't turn it over. I hate to simplify it that way, but that's just really, really been their their issue. And Texas hasn't turned it over once in the last two games against two pretty good teams. Obviously, one being Alabama and that UTSA, yeah. which is pretty salty too. No turnovers for the Longhorns in the last two games, so that that needs to change on Saturday for the Red Raiders. All right, ask Joey tonight. Say Mosley wants to know, were you this into analytics when you were at Cedar Hill? I'd kind of like to. <laughs> okay, you got it. Uh, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I, but, uh, boy, Joey's great. He'll be very excited. And, and uh, the, the, pro, the only thing about doing uh, a show like that with Joey, if it's in front of a live audience, boy, he loves playing off that live audience. So half the time he'll be trying to whip the crowd into a frenzy. You know, I'd. <laughs> so, uh, what, what, what we've, we've talked uh, we've talked as much pro wrestling on his coach's show than anything and i could he's got some vince mcmahon and some pt barnum in him for sure i love it <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I, I think that's right well listen have a great game uh saturday we'll be watching and uh, appreciate you taking the time chris hey thank you matt appreciate it man all right chris level uh long time red raider insider uh, has uh, has done radio in Lubbock for a long time, uh, all kinds of websites that he's involved with, and then the Red Raider uh, Radio, in fact. He's he's a sideline man for football and then um, has a big-time presence in basketball as well. And uh, uh, Chris does a great job. Always love having, having Chris on. I've noticed, uh, uh, boy, uh, Aaron, that other people see that we liked having Chris on. All right, it is... Um, the Matt Mosley Show, it continues. And Aaron Sexton is waiting in the wings with some campus confidential. What's going on in college athletics? That's next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The McGregor Coaches Show with Mike Shields is brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Frontier Waste Solutions, McGregor General Store, Pascal Insurance and Real Estate, 
TFNB, your bank for life, and Triple S Sports. Team got your first win of the season last week against Clifton, 44-21. Talk about that win and what it meant for your team heading into district play this week. Yeah, I think it it gives us some confidence that we needed. Uh, You know, offense really stepped up and uh, uh, took control with our offensive line, uh, providing a way so that Sebastian Torres could run for over 230 yards. That really, really helps us out. So, and then looking ahead of this week's opponent, Franklin, in your district opener, that that's a that's a game that's that's going to be won in the trenches. You said your offensive line has been improving. What do you look to see from them as they take on a big test here in Franklin? Yeah, it is a big test. You know, as we talked, uh, uh, the number one ranked team in the state, and but it's going to be a physical game, and and sometimes your best defense is a good offense, and that's what we're relying on our offensive line to, hey, keep the chains moving, keep the clock moving so that the Franklin offense is on the side of the field, not not playing on the field, if you know what I mean. So uh, that, that's what we're hoping for. We, we, our defense needs to step up, and our offense needs to help us uh, by, by moving the chains. ESPN Central Texas. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Your modern-day general store is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina Feed dealer, and they have all the latest lawn and garden products and outdoor furniture. McGregor General Store also has a large inventory of new fashionable clothing items for men and women. Sarabi Collection purses, bags and boots, shirts and jeans from Wrangler, Ariat, and Cinch, and ladies' Ariat boots and roper shoes. Go by and say hello to Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 McGregor and McGregorGeneralStore.com. TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball! Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. 
When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Waco is growing, and the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo presented by HEB is growing with it. Mark your calendars for Thursday, October 6th through Sunday, October 16th. Don't miss the thrilling fair rides, rowdy rodeo action, hot country music, shopping, and fun for the whole family, all at the Extra Co Event Center. For ticket information and to see a full list of events, visit hotfair.com. The Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo is an experience that you don't want to miss. We'll see you there. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Houston Astros sweep the Rays and start a series with Baltimore tonight, 6.05 first pitch. Rangers beat the Angels 7-2 and have an afternoon game with the Angels today. You can hear that game on 101.3 FM. College football tonight from the Big 12. West Virginia is at Virginia Tech, 6.30 kickoff. Coastal Carolina at Georgia Southern, 6.30 kick. And Chattanooga at Illinois with a 7 o'clock kickoff. Thursday night football on Prime tonight has the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, 7-15 kickoff. High school football on our airwaves tonight, University Trojans at the Colleen Chaparral Bobcats, 6-30 pregame and a 7 o'clock kickoff on 104.9 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. That is Matt Mosley. It is time for Campus Confidential. We talk a lot of college athletics, but really we dig into college football. Uh, and uh, this is where Aaron Sexton really shines. He's been out there digging up all the stories. He may even mention LSU getting in big trouble. Oh, my gosh, what have they done to the program? Will they ever play again? Aaron, what's on your mind today? Well, let's start with LSU. The NCAA placed LSU's football program on one-year probation, issued a three-year show cause against a former assistant coach who said it admitted to meeting with a prospect, who said he admitted to meeting with a prospect and giving him team gear during a COVID-19 recruiting dead period the Tigers said they fired offensive line coach James Craig for cause in June of 2021 after he admitted to violating NCAA rules on August 25th the Louisiana judge awarding him nearly $500,000 
after ruling that LSU had terminated his contract without cause <laughs> at the time the university said it planned to appeal uh, the judge's ruling. You know, can you imagine, like, think about all the cheating Will Wade did in that basketball program at, at, at LSU. <laughs> and as long as they were winning, they stuck by him. Right. And then they finally had kind of a down season. They're like, well, we're going to, we need to get old Will Wade out of here. He's a cheater. It's like, whatever. You were fine with him. Well, you don't see Kansas doing anything. Of course, they've been accused of all sorts of stuff. No, and uh, Bill Self has been signed till about 2040. I mean, he'll coach there if he wants to into, into his 80s. Well, they did and take they just, him and an assistant coach off recruiting for like two whole weeks. So you can't say they didn't do anything. <laughs> that's right. That's not even a slap on the wrist. That's like a That's like a tissue to the wrist. There's nothing, nothing involved in that. It's ridiculous. But LSU, I, I can't even believe they're reporting this. This is not punishment. Oh, and I love that. They fired this poor O-line coach for calls. Oh, my gosh. Three years show calls. This guy's career is over because he gave some people some swag yeah. during the pandemic. Some T-shirts or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. it, was, yeah, it was LSU gear. So, yeah, T-shirts, whatever it could have been. Just the whole thing's yeah. ridiculous. Meanwhile, Coach O and the gang are just kind of running amok. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Golly, what a joke. And, and we're supposed to, oh, LSU, I mean, yeah. And what do they say? Aaron, did you say they're going to appeal this? Like if somebody gives you like a nothing punishment No, no, they're, like gonna, this, they're, they're appealing the judgment that the off, fired offensive line coach won. The half million dollar verdict he oh, won I for them you. firing him. They're going to appeal yeah. that, obviously. Oh yeah, that's fine. I say, the guy's got a show cause deal. LSU ought to pay its money and move on. I mean, five hundred thousand, Aaron. That's one weekend of a of a visit to UT athletics. <laughs> that's like one recruiting weekend. I, I mean, pay the man his money and let him go on with his life. His career's over, I was about to say. and you're trying to get that money back. Shame on you, LSU. You cheated like crazy. Just cheat, 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 and then you're gonna get that man's money back. Try to appeal. Oh, we we we're gonna appeal that ruling. We can't have that guy getting a half million dollars. Jeez, he got the half million dollars ruled to him because what you did to him was a joke. But, of course, now that the NCAA has sounded off, they can use the NCAA as cover to get that money back. It's the same thing that's gone on from the beginning of time in college athletics. The assistants pay all the price for these things. They pay it with their careers. I mean, there's, I could think of one person right now in particular that would be in our listening area that you know, may never get a chance to coach college men's basketball again if over something stupid. All right, Aaron, move on to something else. I don't know why that all got take into my a, take skin. Take a breath. So, no, I'm with you. Right. I, I'm tired right. of seeing assistant coaches' careers ruined and, in the case of some of those basketball coaches, going to jail while nothing happens to the, to the head coaches. Dennis Dodd with a great article on how Amazon has emerged as a significant party in college football media rights talks and therefore may become a player in further conference realignment. The technology giant has been linked to all three conferences that figure to come to new TV rights deals in the next year or so, including the Big Ten, the Big 12, and the Pac-12. The issue is the quality of available content. 
does Amazon want basically what's left, and there's not much, of the Big Ten's inventory? Or do they want top-tier games from the Big 12 and the yes. Pac-12? The answer is yes. I think you're correct. I think Big the 12. answer will be yes. Um, but uh, he goes on to talk about all the different machinations that are going on with the Big 12 uh Talking to both ESPN and Fox, how the Pac-12 is basically only talking to ESPN, has already gotten their offer and didn't like it, and now are looking for other avenues to distribute their rights. But I like I, it. I, well, <sighs> and I think I think someone's going to have probably not their tier one rights, but the tier two games at least. Well, I think Amazon will be in the college football business probably starting next year or the year after. Woo, boy. I mean, this is, uh, this is you know, obviously right now the Big 12 has kind of an exclusive period to talk to oh, both ESPN and Fox about some things. I'd get right in there on that Amazon because the truth of the matter is you're right. You don't want the dregs. Of the Big Ten or SEC, you you want to maybe have a shot at the big. Now, of course, this will lead to all the Iowa State fans and Baylor fans. Think about that, Aaron. People over the age of like 60 or 65 do not want to be watching games and trying to find Amazon Prime. And Again, NFL on their first Amazon Prime game got like 13 million streaming. So they're doing fine. That's about what they had hoped, about $12 million. Mm-hmm. And if they can get it up to 15 or $16 million, that's good. Those are good, solid streaming numbers. Okay, these college, they would kill for that on a college thing, Amazon Prime. But you gotta, you got to remember and try to take care of your rank-and-file fans. And still, like 50 to 60% of Big 12 fandom still can't stand – the you know like um, ESPN Plus and all that stuff like when their games are going to be on ESPN Plus they're pitching a fit. Now most of us have kind of adjusted to that. If you don't have a smart TV, you can watch it on your phone. If you don't subscribe, you can go find a friend. I mean there are ways around this. But Aaron, would you agree? Is that too high or low a number? That fifty to sixty percent of Big Twelve fans. Let's not talk about all the sports fans. Let's just think about Big Twelve and think where they are in the heartland. Iowa State, Kansas State, Kansas. These fans do not like ESPN Plus and all that stuff. And I'm not even saying I'm not saying it's a bad product. I'm really not. Now, at one point they were giving us like horrific announcers on basketball <laughs> and, and football. That's, that's bad. And sometimes football. But for the most part, it's a fine product. I don't have that big of a deal. But do you think the heartland of this conference, Aaron, still still hates it i do i think your numbers probably pretty close i do think though that with amazon a lot more people have amazon prime than have espn plus just because of you know the three-day shipping from amazon they have it for that and then it comes with all the tv and the movies and things like that so i don't think it would be as big a deal if it was amazon you don't have to pay a separate yeah. subs- subscription fee like you do with ESPN Plus. But 
you're right. There are a lot of people that don't want to deal with that. They just want to see the games on their regular TV and or cable packages. Let's crowdsource it real quick, Aaron. Um, do you take Amazon Prime or ESPN Plus or both? Amazon Prime, ESPN Plus or both? Text us, 254-662-1660. Put your name next to it. We may say your name. We always reserve the right to say your name. 254-662-1660. Are you an Amazon Prime, ESPN Plus, both or none? We'll even have a none answer. I'm, 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 I think this will be a good little test here, Aaron. And uh, I love doing this because it just always kind of shows that we got a bunch of people out there listening. I love hearing from all our people. 254-662-1660. Aaron, let's have them all call in. Do we? Can we just tell Longquist to we'll get him another day? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, everybody text. Everybody text. 254-662-1660. All right, Aaron, good job. Anything else? Are you good? Are we okay? Yeah, we better get get to the All Cowboy right. update. That way we can get to oh. Kevin Longquist. Oh my gosh, yeah. Without a Cowboys update, I literally would I I would I would never do this show again. All right, uh Aaron, let's do uh let's have uh, Kevin Longquist is next, and that'll be a lot of Baylor talk as we get you ready for this weekend's game against Iowa State. That is next. <laughs> everyone with today's Cowboys report I'm Christy Scales the man on pace for the most sacks in NFL history shares analogies that include a team chaplain a lion and hyenas you'll hear from Michael Parsons after this what does it mean to be a part of Cowboys nation at Reliant it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most as an electricity provider it's our commitment to every customer and their family And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons has four sacks this year in two games, which gives him 17 for his career, the most of any player in league history through their first career 18 games. He said he was inspired heading into Sunday's win over the Bengals after hearing from the team chaplain. The chaplain man said, you have to go through tests to get to your testimony. When I heard that, I was like, wow, like we're going through all these injuries and he was going on about it. And right now, we're still going through the storm, but there's going to be light in the tunnel, and I think that's where we're heading. Parsons is also quick to credit his teammates as the defense has eight sacks in two games. One line can't do it by itself. You need a pride. It's like there's 10 hyenas on one line, the line's liable to lose. But the fact that I got 10 other guys out there and I feel I can rely on, that's what teamwork is. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. 
At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It's fall. School has started. Pumpkin spice is everywhere. And football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or... Why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco Values. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim-up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit CampFempo.com. That's campfimfo.com. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short, and he's wearing brand new loafers, but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com slash steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. 
From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. What well, is Matt Mosley? Thanks to all our proud sponsors, and they're especially proud, boy, especially Central National Bank. When we have this uh, following guest on, Aaron, I don't even know. Do we have special music for him today? I mean, this is really interesting. Uh, we do have none other than Kevin Longquist on with us today. Kevin, uh, Kevin always makes a graceful entry. And, uh, Aaron, let's kill the music if we can. Um, but, uh, oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, and, Kevin, uh, great to have you. Big weekend of college football. I don't know. You've told me I can't mention one game, and I was excited because I, <laughs> I was just reading about, uh, about a, uh, a big-time um a donor from your alma mater and and, and you know feeling what, like he was stabbed in the back and, okay matt if you just want to go ahead and bring it up just rip the band-aid and do it okay because i knew you were, i knew you couldn't resist so just go ahead and get it out of your system yeah i mean if you ask me not to do something i'm like a little kid i'm exact i'm gonna do it right away and right. uh kevin your alma mater the smu mustangs like a scorned lover, loses Sonny Dykes <laughs> over to TCU. And, and boy, this is a sellout. People are spending tons of money on these seats. The place holds 32000 Yeah, You're going to get as many jammed into that place as possible. First of all, Kevin, are you, are you going to be able to attend and go, and go take part in what should be quite a spectacle? And, by the way, Sonny Dykes... The TCU head football coach not bringing his wife and kids to the game out of fear that something could happen. Now, I feel like they could put them in a suite. They'd probably be fine. But uh, <clears throat> I got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm proud that the e- people would even fear an SMU fan base that, for the most part, does not seem that scary. Well, it, it would be unprecedented for that to happen. But, you know, it's a pretty tense atmosphere for what how it ended for him over at SMU and, of course, uh, what's expected on Saturday morning. Uh, I got a little bit of a conflict uh, since Baylor's playing at the same time, so I'm going to have to just uh, ride the wave and do my best as far as I going back and forth a little bit with commercial breaks and that sort of thing. But, you know, I, I think the way that just, even though we're t- going to talk Baylor here in just a few moments, I just think that the tone for this game is probably, as, just from what I know of it, has just been as lively over at SMU than I can ever recall there ever has been anticipation for a game and keep in mind i don't think the, i don't think they've played tcu in their building since what maybe 2018 because the last two meetings have been over at amon carter 
And there are a lot of hard feelings. But then you you look at the fact that you know they are they did announce back in the spring that there's about a hundred million dollar project that's going to go up in the south end zone of uh, Ford Stadium. And by all accounts, it looks like it's going to be fully funded by from what it, from from what I've been reading up here. There's going to be some sort of special announcement tomorrow night. And I think it's just a way of for I think as far as where SMU is concerned that they want to put their best face forward, and they want to try you know and they're trying to position themselves, Matt. As you know, they're trying to put position themselves to where a P5 school will look at them and take them seriously as a potential candidate with all this realignment potentially taking place over the next couple of years. Now, is that going to happen? I don't know. I think from SMU standpoint. They've got to win, and they've got to win games like this. And they had an opportunity last week against Maryland, and I got a chance to watch that last week after I got home covering the Texas State game. And, you know, they had an opportunity and they missed it. And so now the question is, is how do they bounce back? I don't think it's going to get hard for them to bounce back when your arch rival's coming over across uh, the Metroplex to play you. I mean, for a guy who didn't want to talk about it, I mean, you had some good points to make. My goodness. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Longquist, a uh, an S a proud SMU graduate, did well over there. Beautiful campus. Years ago, I graduated from there. What a gorgeous campus that is! I would say if I was going to try to say who has the prettiest campuses in Texas, uh, I would go Baylor and SMU are right there at the top. After that, I'd probably go with. Uh, I don't know. I just think Baylor and SMU are kind of stand out. TCU's okay. I think TCU's okay. Texas is just such a sprawling, huge campus. It's hard for me to – I just still don't even – all these years of spending time in Austin, I don't have a great sense of it. Um, uh, It sounds like you've got beep – you've got things going off there, Kevin. Okay, Kevin Longquist from Rivals.com on with us. Now, Kevin, uh, Bears will be – in Ames, Iowa, the last road game was a body clock nine fifteen start. Uh, this is a body clock. What are, what are the Iowa people? They got? Do they have our same time zone? This is is they this a true eleven eleven a.m. body clock game? This is a, a one extreme to the other. Kevin, as you kind of uh, have gathered, and, and hopefully Baylor has some players coming back, will be ready to go. Are you expecting? A much more comfortable, like, like, and again, that doesn't mean they won't make some mistakes. But that, even the head coach said Baylor was rattled by that environment at BYU. Do you expect a completely different response in this one? I would like to think that we're going to see something different from them. I mean, it's like you know, Matt, you and I talked about this post BYU was. It was good for them to go through that because they now are going to understand what it is they're going to have to be dealing with with hostile environments like Ames on Saturday in Norman in November. Same thing with Austin, more than likely. And then, of course, they're going to Morgantown uh, on their next road trip after Ames. And, you know, it's, it's how you deal with it. And if for whatever reason we hear from Dave or the players post-game that the crowd got to them again, then I would say, all right, something's not being handled internally to, to channel this and, and put this in the right perspective. Because you have to understand that, again, no one's going to be in favor of your team to win the game, my, except with the exception of the cheering section of fans that bought the seats that came up to Ames or just happened to live, Baylor loves it, just happened to live 
fairly nearby and wanted to make the drive over or whatever, as well as those that are standing on the sideline. And that's where summoning your own energy, tuning out the noise, are going to be essential for them and playing well. Now, what's going to have to happen for them, Matt, aside from getting guys coming back, looks like good news for Monterey Baldwin. Hopefully there's good news with Ben Sims. You know, but it really comes down to this whole team just playing better because it's really going to be dictated by their fronts on where their offensive and defensive lines are playing. And they've been kind of up and down to this point. And they need to get those two position groups in a far better spot than what we've seen for the first three weeks. Yeah, I I agree. And I, I like that uh, that Dave Aranda was so upfront with, hey, we've got to be more violent with our offensive line. I mean, he has not held no. back. This was supposed to be one of the best offensive lines in the country, and he has not mm-hmm. been totally pleased to this point. And he maybe in the second half started to see more of that. You mentioned some of the, um, the skill players. Richard Reese came into our lives. Um, you follow recruiting very closely. I, th- I believe this young man is from Belleville, Texas. Out there, not too far outside of Houston, I guess, is where Belleville would be. Um, and, and by the way, do you know what they call it when Richard Reese finds a cutback lane against the Iowa State uh, uh, defense on Saturday? You know what that'll be called? Uh, I want you to tell me, Matt. I'm all ears. Reese's Creases. Oh, gosh. Did, did, we, did you get a rim shot for that? I, I mean, it, it just came to me as we were talking oh there. God. Okay, okay, give me, give me, give me real quick. <laughs> give me a no, but seriously, Richard Reese, Belleville, Texas. What did we know about him? And are, are you? Do you feel like this guy is going to get like the? We thought Tay McWilliams might emerge as the so-called yeah. bell cow. Now that we've seen Reese perform like he did, is this kind of the leader in the clubhouse type guy to be the uh, to be the lead back? Well, it kind of looks that way, and you know, for no reasons that that Taken uh, has control over, because it sounds like he won't be available Saturday unless something changes here over the next forty-eight hours. But uh, really, if you look at the way Richard played, and really he didn't do anything against BYU two weeks ago, recall. And he was pretty decent in the opener against U Albany. But I think he just, for some reason, he just had a good week of practice going into Texas State, played well. And and for me, it seemed like the 52-yard touchdown run, early moments of the fourth quarter, jump-started him, jump-started the team. And even though you know Baylor was never in any threat to lose this game, as we all know, it was just a, something that needed a kickstart. And you needed a, a back that was going to serve notice of, I can handle this. Now, he was going against a Texas State defense that, not that great. It's okay, but it's a G5 program, and you should handle them like Baylor eventually did. So now it's going to be a different animal against a defense like Iowa State that's got pretty good linebackers, one of the best defensive linemen in the country, and Will McDonald the fourth. And it's a team that's only averaging or allowing only 200, about 37 yards a game, 234, something like that. And even though Iowa State hasn't played the best competition, even though they won at Iowa, this is a game, Matt, I think overall that both the Bears and the Cyclones really want to know who they are and what can they be based on what this game. It's almost like what we saw last year when Iowa State came down here. 
basically the opening game of the Big 12 season last year. Okay, and, and uh, Kevin Longquist from Rivals.com. Uh, you can find him uh, on Twitter at Sikkim Sports, at Sikkim Sports. Now, this is the first game that Iowa State will play without Brock Purdy since, uh, Kevin, about 2007, I think. Um, this will be... Uh, <laughs> yeah. This this will be interesting. The young uh, Deckers, I believe it is, uh, uh, steps in. Tell me what you've been able to gather about the Iowa State offense. I mean, they did beat Iowa, although Iowa right now uh, appears to have one of the worst offenses in Big Ten history. Um, yeah. What are you th- What are you kind of hearing and seeing from this uh, from this Iowa State quarterback? I keep wanting to call him young, but I don't I don't know how long he's been there waiting behind Brock Purdy. He's a redshirt sophomore, Hunter Decker's big kid, left-hander. Uh, he's had a he's had a very good start for them. He's a, he's completed about seventy-five percent of his passes, eight touchdowns. Interceptions are a bit of an issue. He's thrown three of those this year, and you know, and he's obviously developed a great tandem. He's got a great alpha receiver in Xavier Hutchinson, who was already a preseason Big Twelve uh, selection anyway. And Xavier's been a big help for him to kind of get the passing game off the ground. And so, you know, he's got a lot of confidence going in this. And again, this is going to be another test for a Baylor secondary. That's been okay. Not great against BYU, but okay. And didn't, and you know, they had some issues last week against uh, Texas state until the front, the defensive line got better. But again, this all goes back to Matt, what the defensive line can do to help the secondary. And we saw the tale of two halves against uh, uh, Texas state last week where the front didn't get the push that it needed. And you saw Lane Hatcher just basically carve Baylor up going 17 of 21 in the first half, including that touchdown right before the end of the half. Then you saw the, the pressure getting a little bit better. They got a couple sacks. They got a couple hurries. You know, Oppo had a couple of tip passes at the line of scrimmage, and that helped out the secondary. It's, a bit, it, it's no secret that if your front plays well, your secondary is going to play well. But if your, sec- but if your front can't get a push, and when you got a young secondary like Baylor's got, they're going to be left on an island. And that's what Baylor's got to create against Deckers is get after him, make him as uncomfortable as possible so that he can throw the air or that he will throw the air and pass or he'll have to throw it away and live for another down or they're going to have to just give it up on possessions where they might have been gaining some success, that sort of thing. That's what Baylor's defense has to do, especially from the front Saturday morning, early Saturday afternoon. All right, it's interesting hearing you talk about that because, uh, you know, Purdy really all throughout his career, he would make the back-breaking mistake from time to time. He really had a tremendous sure. career, but uh, but that was something you kind of would see him do from time to time. Matt Campbell right. le- leaned on him, and he was an enormous part of the success of that program, so it'll be fascinating to see if they can kind of keep moving on and by the way matt campbell also uh and again he's been up for a lot of head coaching positions but his name is yeah. being mentioned uh heavily for nebraska and uh and, and that's about as great as they could do i that if they if matt campbell couldn't turn that job around uh nebraska then they, they nobody can and leipold's name's coming up as well yeah right and i think bill o'brien the <laughs> alabama offensive coordinator, yeah. i think those are like the three big names that they've zeroed in on for that job i mean look the reality is, just to divert for a second, the reality is with the Nebraska job is that you've got to try and find a way to get back from get back into Texas and start recruiting heavily because that program got cut off from this state once it left the Big 12 for the Big 10. 
Yeah. Well, maybe they need to get back into the Big 12. <laughs> See what they can do. <laughs> Let them back in. Uh, Kevin, look forward to, um, uh, you know, we'll have to see. Now, what you could do is, because you like to tweet during the Baylor games, because that's kind of part of your gig. So you could watch the Baylor game live and and then not let yourself hear anything about the SMU-TCU game and then watch it, you know, later uh, without knowing <laughs> the final score. Not, I don't think that's realistic based on the call of the scores that are going to be going on at the bottom. So I, 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 that, that's never worked for me in the past, Matt, so it's not going to work this coming Saturday either. But. Based on the fact that Ted Ganji or somebody like that will be texting you during the game or one of the Probably, one of your yeah. SMU yeah. pals or Whitmire or somebody. All right, uh, Kevin, always good to visit with you. I hope you'll be able to – SMU-TCU always uh, allows you to – to get back with old, some of your old fraternity brothers and, and do some of those keg stands. So that'll be a, that'll be a great time. Kevin, uh, take it easy. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Sounds good, Matt. Listen, thank you very much. Boy, I feel like we missed. Okay, Kevin. I feel like we missed out on one last thing Kevin was going to say, but uh, we'll just have to save that for a rainy day. Uh, Aaron, um, we will uh, continue. Uh, fascinating statements from Jerry Jones today. And, and I've got a lot of thoughts on it. We'll discuss it next. The source for Baylor Athletic News and Information, ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's number check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes in a week of conference openers for volleyball, soccer, and football. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco. Because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Save big this month on a new 2022 Dodge Charger GT and get $500 bonus cash with 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, first responders get an extra $500 off your purchase. Stop by today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes in a week that saw volleyball open Big 12 play with a big win over TCU last night in the Farrell Center. Now, soccer and football following suit this week. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to uh, soccer's uh, Go Gold game. Uh, versus versus Oklahoma, um, as you mentioned, you know, tomorrow at, at 7 p.m. And so uh, that will be a, a great opener for, for them as, you know, they continue uh, to, to, to try to, you know, kind of find their, their rhythm and uh, new coach. And uh, I think she's doing a great job. And, 
you know, uh, a lot of newcomers and, and uh, again, just uh, appreciate, um, you know, how, how she's, you know, going through this season and, and, and building a, a foundation. And so uh, look forward to that. Um, big game in, in Ames. Um, I'm kind of glad we're, we're playing this time of year. You know, in the <laughs> you, past, it's been a little colder. You and me both. <laughs> it's, it's been uh, a little bit later in the, in the year. And, um, you know, it's um, the games, you know, between us over, over the past, you know, certainly, you know, five, six years, uh, home courts hold is held serve. And so, you know, we, we need to find a way to, to, you know, play really well at their place again 11 a.m espn 2 supposed to be beautiful beautiful weather they're three and oh they're receiving votes in the coaches poll so um that will be a a great contest a great matchup for us yeah they really have been really close well played games haven't they the last few years between baylor and iowa yeah they they really have and uh and uh, again they're uh I don't know. They're they're a really well coached team. They're they're very good both sides of the ball, and you know um, I think there's some similarities yeah. uh, between the between the two teams. I think you know both pride themselves on being physical and tough, and uh, and so it will be. Uh, I, I think it should be a really a, a great great contest. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN, Central Texas. The Waco High Coaches Show with Lyndon Helt is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, and Techstar Equipment Sales. Coach, let's talk a little bit about uh, Lake Belt and your opponent tonight. Uh, this is a, a very gifted football team on, on both sides of the ball. Yes, sir. Uh, they've got some Division One talent uh, in multiple spots on both sides of the football uh, obviously, it, it, they've got high, high participation numbers. Uh, so they've got a lot of depth, or at least the numbers they have depth. Uh, and so this is a high-quality football team. We knew that kind of going into the season, but we definitely know that now watching watching film as well. What do you see from their football team? Begin on the offensive side. Uh, I mean, they've got some explosive playmakers. Uh, uh, you know, they've got three receivers that can – game break at any time. One of those guys also plays DB for him. Very effective uh, athlete. They're a solid run scheme uh, and, and box. And so they're, they're not going to trick you up front, uh, but they're, they're going to do what they do and open up those passing lanes, but they're explosive uh, offensively. Hence, I mean, you just look at their scores. They're putting up 35 plus every game. And then defensively, they're just, they're just sound, you know, they're not exotic. They're not, doing a bunch of stuff, but they're sound. Uh, I think some of those numbers are misleading because their offense is scoring so much uh, that it looks like their defense is giving up more. Their defense is on the field pretty quick because the offense has scored so quickly with some of those explosive plays. Are they sound in their kicking game? They are, yeah. They've got multiple guys that can kind of rotate in and and do some things. They're not going to wow you on the punt team. Uh, They've got some stuff that they can do on kickoff. Uh, they've got a guy, a couple guys that can can really put that ball uh, deep if if they need be. But uh, they they've got talent in all three phases. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. 
Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Techstar Equipment Sales is one of the only dealerships that is still family-owned and operated by a local Texan who still cares. Looking for large agricultural equipment? Techstar is the place for Vermeer hay cutters, balers, rakes, and many others. Their service department is top-notch, and with multiple field service trucks and a mobile parts department, they can come to you. Techstar is conveniently located in Marlin and Waco off Highway 6. Techstar Equipment Sales. You're not a number, you're family. At Kubota, we want to help you deliver a job done right. That's why we want you to know that new Kubota inventory is arriving daily at WC Tractor. You have work to do. We have the reliable, durable, and versatile Kubota lineup to help you do it. Visit WC Tractor today for all your Kubota equipment needs. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com or call us at 1-888-887-2286. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so... Why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Houston Astros sweep the Rays and start a series with Baltimore tonight, 6.05 first pitch. Rangers beat the Angels 7-2 and have an afternoon game with the Angels today. You can hear that game on 101.3 FM. College football tonight from the Big 12. West Virginia is at Virginia Tech, 6.30 kickoff. Coastal Carolina at Georgia Southern, 6.30 kick. And Chattanooga at Illinois with a 7 o'clock kickoff. 
Thursday Night Football on Prime tonight has the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, 7-15 kickoff. High school football on our airwaves tonight, University Trojans at the Colleen Chaparral Bobcats, 6.30 pregame and a 7 o'clock kickoff on 104.9 FM. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. In Central Texas, as we roll along on a Thursday, been an exciting day. Been good to visit with our man uh, Kevin Longquist about that Baylor game. Also about Baylor TCU, or excuse me, SMU TCU battle that's uh, that is uh, going to rage on Saturday morning. Some great 11 a.m. games, and I think uh, uh, because of a lot of reasons that 11 a.m. hour used to really be reserved for just kind of blah games. And um, starting with several years ago, some of those uh, Texas OU games being put there, then more and more conference games, then, of course, the Big Ten uh, doing that big noon kickoff or Fox doing the big noon kickoff with with a lot of Big Ten games. That has uh, become a more desired location. And now you get to wake up. And uh, have some marquee games, and uh, we uh, we'll see. And by the way, people have been asking because we're used to knowing, of course, what time games are going to start. Not like this Saturday. I'm talking about the following Saturday. But sometimes networks are able to wait and uh, and make the call six days in advance of the game. And so that's what's happening with the Oklahoma State Baylor game, if you're kind of wondering, hey, wait, when is this game going to be? I would say it could be 11 a.m. could be a 2.30 kick. could end up being like a 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock ball game. I don't think – I mean, this is not the Pac-12, uh, although that game started way late, uh, obviously, against BYU. I don't think that's an option, like a crazy late game. Uh, I do think it'll be – somewhere basically any it could start anywhere from 11 a.m to 7 and again the reason i say this is because i think you used to kind of think of the better the game the later in the day it was going to start unless it was like a, a major abc or sec game which those things started so anyway just a little rundown there now Aaron, you had, uh, and let's have this ready, that second version we listened to of Jerry Jones. Um, uh, I want our people to hear it because we do have our 5 o'clock audience. Sometimes we get a lot of our folks that are driving home. Um, you may you may think I sound a little different. I'm having to race across town to a commitment as we speak. But through the magic of radio, we can make that happen with Aaron's help. But I, uh, this is... There's some exciting uh, things going on with the Cowboys organization. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, they play Monday night against the Giants. Today, Jerry Jones got a little carried away. And I remember, I'll always remember 2016 because Romo gets hurt. I was on radio in Dallas for 10 years, and but I was on radio at the time. And Dak goes on this great role he gets on this run 
and he and and my gosh, he wins the job. And ten games in, Romo basically has to make a concession speech, even though he's ready to play. Romo, and then in one of those games, Romo even came in. I think played some mop up duty, if you can imagine. I can't remember if that happened or not. I kind of think it did. So it was uh, fascinating to uh, to watch it all play out at the time. And today, Jerry starts talking about, well, what will happen if Cooper Rush has some kind of great role? They get on a run. You know, what would he do with Dak? And, again, it's, it's a silly question because they're paying Dak. Dak's younger than Romo was, and he's getting paid $40 million a year. They're not going to keep him out once he's healthy. He's coming back no matter what, no matter how great – Cooper Rush may be playing. And by the way, I'll tell you what's double silly. is because, well, Cooper Rush was functional and won that game. We're acting like he set the world on fire. We're, I mean, he played fine. And it was a good win for the Cowboys against a team that's coming back from being in the Super Bowl. All those things are true. It's He didn't play well enough to start thinking about, well, what if this guy's better than Dak? I even heard somebody that associated with us saying something along those lines, not going to happen. Okay. It's not going to happen, but that did not prevent the owner from the Cowboys wandering off in that direction earlier today. Let's hear some of Jerry's comments to reporters out there at the star from earlier today. Okay. Wouldn't it be something if you had a dilemma as to uh, which way you go? You do that if he gets 10 wins. Same thing that happened with Prescott. I think like that. So you'd want that? You'd want that controversy? Of course I would. Okay. Of course that means we'd want If he comes in here and played as well as Prescott played, Rush played that well over these next games ahead, I'd walk New York to get there. <laughs> do, you, do you think you can do that? Uh, well, I don't know that, but uh, uh, I've... I would, uh, you can't find on record where I said I thought Dak Prescott could do it when he had the, when he stepped in and had the chance to do that, but he did it. Realistically, though, Dak won't, or Rush won't have those 10 games. It'll be shorter than that. Well, of course we want uh, uh, Dak uh, uh, to be here next week. That's the, that's the thing you do. Uh, but uh, Dak and I want Rush to lead a team to a victory here and get another win and get another win. And that's the only way to look at it. Looking back when Dak was playing instead of Tony, it was game by game. It wasn't the long look we had after two months to look back. It was actually play by play, almost series by series. So, so do I think that it's possible for Rush to come in here and play at a level to win games the way Prescott did uh, when he took over for Romo? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I certainly think that's possible. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, that's perfect. Okay, that that was the money. That was everything in context. And, and people are out there scratching their heads right now. Well, that's <laughs> hey, we do that a lot when Jerry Jones is making a quote. But that's the exact quote I wanted and wanted to hear. And I and I love how he pieces that together. And he starts it with. Well, I, I want this dilemma. I want this to become a dilemma. Now, 
What I also love is that the reporters run, you know, they ran over to the players, say, "Oh boy, did you hear Jerry? What Jerry said?" And Zeke, who's been around since that rookie year, that famous rookie year, we thought Zeke was going to be playing with Romo for a couple of years, but no, he ends up playing with Dak, and Dak comes out and has that great rookie season, and they both had incredible rookie seasons. Zeke has been around long enough now. And 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 understands enough to 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 basically Zeke had a quote earlier today, and he was just he he just said, hey, this is marketing, this is Jerry out there selling tickets, this is all about uh, clickbait and clicks and marketing. Thank you, thank you, Zeke. I mean, in 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 one paragraph, Zeke summed up everything about the Cowboys organization. You know, Jerry wants to say, oh, it's about winning this and that. And Jerry does want to win. But at the end of the day, he's okay with being like the greatest show in the NFL. It has nothing to do with what's on the field. It's about all the other stuff that they can do around it. And, of course, that makes some people mad. And, boy, Aaron was a longtime Cowboys fan, and it's kind of it's kind of uh, soured him, so to speak on the Cowboys, but this is how they, they continue year after year, even when they're not that great to remain in the spotlight because of moments like this. Uh, and, um, and Jerry being Jerry is only he can and, and, and acting like, Hey, if, if Cooper rush gets on a roll, that Dak's not going to come back. You know, he'll just stay in there. That's, that's, that's hogwash. First of all, Dak will probably be ready two or three games from now. And there's no way in the world they're going to, you think they'll do that. Now, what if they went on a huge win streak and just said, Hey, we're going to, until we lose, this guy's going to stay as the starter. It's not happening for I, the win streak probably won't happen, but even if it did, they're not going to leave Dak over on the sideline, but Hey, it's Jerry and it's funny. And it's it's him being him him. That's that's just the way he is. All right, we got the dismount uh, next, and we got to quickly say goodbye to you. Good night to you. That is next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. The Mahaya Coaches Show with Aaron Noel is brought to you by InCommons Bank. Coach came up short last week against Gatesville, but again, this non-district schedule that you've put together is trying to get you ready for district play. Are you finding out more about your team each and every week? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if you go back and diagnose and look on film of, hey, where were we at after week one to where we are right now? Um you know, then then things are going in, in the right direction. The score may not indicate that, but you know what we see on film and and what we see uh, out of our kids during the game. Um, you know, we we feel like we're heading in the right direction. Coach, this week you may have the mascot matchup of the week coming up with the goats of Grossbeck coming in. What do you have to do offensively against this team to get you on track? Uh, you know, as always, you know, uh, protect the football. Um, you know, value the possession, uh, and, and stay on schedule. Um, you know, we, we tend to move the ball pretty good when we stay on schedule. And I know that sounds really simplistic, but, um, you know, don't, don't get behind the sticks. Don't, don't get behind the sticks early for sure. And, and just, you know, 
take take what they're giving us and, and, and be patient and, and um, you know, just do what the game asks you to do. Defensively, do you want to set the tone? Absolutely. You know, uh, we, we've got to, uh, one, get off the field on third down, and, and the best way to do that is create turnovers. And, and um, you know, that's it, kind of been our point of emphasis going into this week is, hey, on money downs, get off the field and, and create turnovers where they uh, present themselves. ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at incommonsbank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. It's time to start prepping for your football festivities at Specs. Specs knows tailgating in Texas is serious business, and that's why we've got a seriously big selection of everything you need to turn every game into the big game. Raise your team spirits to new heights with world-class wines, craft cocktails, ice-cold beers, and enough gourmet snacks to keep your team fueled up for the season. It's tailgate season at Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games in week four of the college football season, including TCU at SMU, Florida at Tennessee, Texas versus Texas Tech, Baylor versus Iowa State, Arkansas and Texas A&M played at AT&T Stadium, Wisconsin at Ohio State. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with specs, wine, spirits, and finer foods. The fun starts here. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Brazos Golf and Battery is locally owned battery sales specialist in Robinson. They carry new and refurbished auto, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries. And at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery check? Visit Tommy. He'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on Highway 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. 
Houston Astros sweep the Rays and start a series with Baltimore tonight, 6.05 first pitch. Rangers beat the Angels 7-2 and have an afternoon game with the Angels today. You can hear that game on 101.3 FM. College football tonight from the Big 12. West Virginia is at Virginia Tech, 6.30 kickoff. Coastal Carolina at Georgia Southern, 6.30 kick. And Chattanooga at Illinois with a 7 o'clock kickoff. Thursday night football on Prime tonight has the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, 7-15 kickoff. High school football on our airwaves tonight, University Trojans at the Colleen Chaparral Bobcats, 6.30 pregame and a 7 o'clock kickoff on 104.9 FM. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we uh, we do have to say goodnight as I make my way out to a JV football game. Got a certain cheerleader I got to go watch here, but uh, we got a we had a full slate today. Great, great stuff from out in the South Plains. Uh, what do we call that? The Plains uh, out there in Lubbock, Chris Level. And uh, always good to catch it and, and see what's going on there. For you betters out there, I, I got to say, that seven-point uh, people love betting the University of Texas. And they're going to keep betting them. Uh, and right now they're kind of hot after that Bama and then they beat UTSA. That people kind of like them. And so that thing could get bet up to, you know, an eight or nine points. I could see it move that line moving. Right now it's at a touchdown. Uh, Longhorns favored on the road. I, man, I would lean toward uh, betting Joey and the Red Raiders to cover that. I'm not going to say I would take that straight up or anything like that. I'm not going to get too crazy here. But I, I like those points in that game right there. That Baylor game staying in about a two and a half uh, range. I think they opened as a favorite, but that thing has moved. Um, I believe Iowa State's favored by two and a half in that game. One of the last things I saw on that front. And uh, I would simply tell you that in games, kind of in that range, in fairly close games over the years, against the spread, Matt Campbell has not been good. Um, In the 17 games where it's It's been predicted to kind of be in that range of like two and a half to to six, real close games. He's like, he's like lost 12 of those games. I I, I saw that today, and that number kind of jumped out at me a little bit. So something to kind of take a peek at uh, when you're when you're thinking about how to how to bet a game like that. All right, everybody, have a tremendous uh, day, and then we're gonna have a big Friday plan for you. On the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Great job by Aaron Sexton today. Everybody have a safe one. We will talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from Iowa State's longtime play-by-play man, John Walters, on the changing face of Iowa State football. That's straight ahead on today's Big 12 Blitz.
Say hello to the easiest everyday accessory, permanent fine jewelry.